This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Monday live Q&A. Get your questions in. We will be here for the next however long you're asking questions for. You set the agenda on all things ITFC. Right, let's do some hellos in the chat before I say hello to these illustrious gentlemen alongside me. Charlie, welcome. Tony, a couple of questions. I'll skip past the questions. We'll go to them. Dan, welcome. Um, skip. Uh, who should I go to first? Joe, you need, need to understand I always have to go to David first, don't I? It's, it's the rules. David, how are you? Age before beauty. I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I'm pretty good. How's, how's things with you? What does it say on your shirt? It says Dunder Mifflin, which is the fictional paper company based in Scranton in the US version of The Office. This is a T-shirt I was given as a gift. Cool. Nice. Nice gift. Bet you really appreciate that. I, I did. And I, wore, I wore it today. I've worn it all day. Um, and I've, I've been to the gym in it and then put it back on. So it Oof. probably needs to go. Probably, it's not yeah. good, it? it probably needs to go in the chat. Um, let's say a couple more hellos before I say hello to Joe Fairs. I'm going to say hello to Andrew Harvey first. James Ruddock on a cool down. He's, he's in his plunge bath listening to the pod for his three minutes. Uh, Michael Warner, good morning, all from Brisbane. Good morning, Michael, who's literally ahead of us in the space time continuing. Get your questions in, guys. I'm padding, as you can see, while we fill up the questions, which means I can go to Joe Fairs and ask him how he's doing. You back from your um, holidays, Joe? Yeah, yeah, I was back at the weekend. So good to get back on the pod for it. But no, I'm similar to James. I, I went for a run earlier, came back sweating buckets had a shower sort of had dinner and then my missus needed me to move some stuff about in the shed so i then Selfish. instantly was just <laughs> dripping again after that so i might need another one now <laughs> i like this first burial of joe always on holiday i agree john very i barely i barely leave the ip postcode <laughs> these days sadly always no, away i've witnessed i've witnessed some of joe's running up the hill past mine oh interesting. yeah i've uh, got to say Brendan. yeah you've certainly put in, he was certainly putting the effort in when i saw him Okay, yeah. uh, Tim, welcome, Kevin, FPL Tractor, Mark, welcome, everybody. Keep your questions coming, and we'll just say hi to Lee as well. With a beautiful picture down, down there. Look at that pioneer Ipswich goal. Lovely, look at that. Absolute beaut, that isn't it? Um, we'll go back to John, being he buried Joe, um, and we'll ask Joe the question he's asked. Um, Harper, 
has played his last game in a town shirt. Um, that's a kind of statement, but we'll pile that into a question. Has he, Joe? Seems a long way back for him, doesn't it? In that he sort of didn't didn't do very well last year, did he? Signed with sort of a big fanfare coming into him. Sort of was poor, really. I, I know he's in a poorly functioning team. Then sort of went out and loaned to Crew in January. Did I don't think he did very well there, from what I've heard from the Crew fans. They, they weren't particularly impressed. He's come back. He's had a good run at it in pre-season. He's been involved right at the very start and gets towards the end of the window. And when we've only got four midfielders of any senior experience in the club, sort of putting Cameron Humphreys as a fifth there, we've sort of been happy to send him out to what you imagine is going to be a sort of bottom half League One team, maybe push into the top half if they carry on the way they've started the season. But I think he's this, we said that, I think I remember us being here in January saying this crew move is a huge move. This is the chance for him <laughs> to salvage his career. And he hasn't, he didn't do it there. And is he going to go and do it at Exeter? But yeah, I think he's got a hell of a long way to go to come back and be sort of in what would hopefully be a pre-season for a championship squad next season to, to get into our side here. So yeah, I'd probably agree with John on that one. Dave, is this more a Raheem Harper conversation than Ipswich Town conversation now? Has he just got to get things moving? You liked him, didn't you? Yeah, I did like him, yeah. He, he looks like he should be. It's a weird one, I think, to say, but he looks like he should be a really good player. But, you know, there was question marks, I think, last season at this point about his general fitness. Um, to be fair, as there was with others in the squad at that point, um, he never looked really properly, fully fit. Not he was even carrying an injury, but he just looked knackered, you know. And when not many, you know, with with you know, after the first half or so, he just didn't look fit. I've seen comments from McKenna that pre-season, seemed he did good work in pre-season and got himself reasonably fit. But uh, no, I mean, let's face it, the West Ham. <laughs> Sorry, the Cole U game didn't do him any favours, did it really? He had a bit of a shocker there. Um, and uh, yeah, so no great surprise to see him go out on loan. And look, I'm sure he's a really, I've said the same thing last season, I'm sure he's a really, really good player there. But let's hope he does well and does come back and challenge. But yeah, as Joe said, this is, if, if Crew wasn't quite make or break for him last year, last season, I'd say this loan move certainly is. Yeah, crew absolutely stank to high heaven as well. The next, uh, I know it might be going well, but yeah, great stuff. But it might, really. it might be just momentum at the start of the season, but that surely is a, a more viable move. Um, lots of people correctly pointing out here in the chat, rightly so, that our um, illustrious colleague Craig predicted Harper would be his player of the year. And um, obviously, Craig's not here to defend himself, so we should say that that was a a terrible um, prognostication by Craig. It was a, it, apparently that was based on a Fenidi George-like performance <laughs> at uh, Dartford, I believe. That's ex Fenidi George and Dartford, David. 45, 45 minutes at Dartford where we drew nil-nil with a uh, Vanarama Northside. Was, was it only 45 <laughs> minutes as well? Yeah. <laughs> Are you questioning been, Craig's ability to awesome. judge a player here? I think it was a, probably a touch within the first 45 seconds and yeah. he just to skipped be fair, powers oh. up the pitch. That was it. Hello. To be fair, I remember mine and Dave's mate, Pat, who you know as well, uh, saying, ah, oh, Adam Webster, after like 45 minutes, he's absolutely class. Me and Dave were like, oh, calm down. You always get carried away on these players. I mean, he's probably right about that one, wasn't he? Um, even, yeah. in the, even in the three amigos, uh, hello, gang. Uh, there was another hello in here as well. I want to say hello to everybody. Uh, happy belated birthday. Anyone wants to wish me... A happy birthday, uh, you can do so. And you'd also contribute to the pod via Super Chat. <laughs> contribute to, to Ben's birthday how, pity. Oh, come on. Like any of that goes to me these days. How, how old would you me. say Ben looks now? 
both in our. Because <laughs> that guy over there said he looks late thirties, and you calling him a liar. <laughs> Um, right, let's change the subject very, very quickly uh, from that. Uh, Dave, uh, do you think there'll be any more signings for our first team? Our goal scoring seems to have been solved recently. Don't speak too soon, James. Good grief. Yes, I expect I expect another I expect one more signing coming in, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's a forward. Um, I know we've we've spoken about I say I've mentioned him so often, George Hurst before. I mean that seems to perhaps have died a death as such, but this is how Ashton does his business, you know. Um probably from nowhere he will suddenly be parading in a new nice black town shirt. Um spoiler. But um no, yeah, no, him no, or, or maybe it, even someone who was previously here on loan, perhaps. Who knows? But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw one more signing in the do, next. Do you not think that Harper's now. gone out with Harper and El Mazzuni going out? That at least no, maybe point. a little yeah, light. Yeah, El Mazzuni as well. So perhaps got, there is room. You've also for got a... Cameron Humphreys there, but it's only really Ball Evans and Morsey with any senior experience, isn't it? Perhaps there is room now for a central midfielder. Maybe there's thinking there. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Certainly a striker, and as Joe said, yeah, perhaps. Keep questions coming in, guys, and do us a massive favour. It really helps on YouTube if you do hit the thumbs up button right below where you're watching. It helps us go higher in all their algorithms for whatever that means. Just press the button, all right? Don't, don't make me do it. It was my birthday yesterday. Press the, press the damn button, press all right? Press the button. Press the button. It's Sugar Babes, Dave. Nice. Um, yeah. Michael, uh, Joe, thought we played well on Saturday, but am I being greedy <laughs> to think our passing <laughs> could have been better? What say you, Joe? I think, I think in the first half it was a little bit loose. Wasn't it? I think Connor Chaplin was a little bit loose. They were trying to make things happen. And I just think we um, sort of just were a little bit too comfortable and we needed to sort of up the tempo, which we did sort of really positively, didn't we, after after the break? 73% really, in the first half there. Just really up the tempo in the second half. But you think 73% possession for three shots where, I don't know what it was after half time, but probably better. Uh, after half time. 61 for um looks pretty dominant all the way all the way through um i was otherwise engaged so i will bow to yours and uh who's a question of um michael's superior knowledge we need to say a big david say thanks to mw for an eight pound thanks very much mw show. extremely generous of you extremely generous much thank appreciated. you thank you so so really much appreciated. uh let's move on keep your questions coming in uh tim do you think the Sheeran leak was planned and a stroke of marketing genius? Um, I think you've answered your own question there, Tim, and I think you probably answered it for um, all of us as well. But if he's involved, um, how many Insta- anyone know in the chat how many Instagram followers Ed Sheeran's so got? 17 million, is it, I think? It, it'll be more than that, won't it, Joe? Seven, 70, seven zero. 17, it'll, I thought. Oh, it'll be way more than that, won't it? But you're, Ben's got more than that. <laughs> I wish I had. Uh, in fact, quickly, David, it's 50 what? euros. 40 the, million it is, sorry. 40 million. Never mind 40 million. A, a 50 David, euro super chat, David. Whoa. That's incredibly uh, kind. Thank you so, so much, David. Please ask a question and we'll read it out. Yeah, 40 million. Uh, so, yeah, back to the oh, question, That's Dave. extremely generous. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is sorry. that? Pesaters. Um Yeah. Do you remember that bit on Noel's house party where he would weigh out the things on? I always mention Noel's house party. I don't know, grab a grand and it, it'd be measured in different European currencies, and you had to pick the right one for what went in the in the machine that blew all the money around. That's a question. Um, I'm still, that's a still a burning question for me. Did we ever find out how much goals weigh? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But Dave, 40 million Instagram followers, get him to leak the kit for God's sake. I mean, yeah, that's a tad of a no-brainer, isn't it? You don't need to be a smart marketing bod to uh, to see that's a that's a positive a positive thing. Yeah, I incredible. think from what I heard, though, I think he just went a couple of days too early because I think they'd have liked. To oh, well, and they it. had to break it as it as he went. Um, yeah, I think they, they'd oh, done all the right. photos a couple of weeks and stuff ago, so they were all ready guess, to go. But I think it dropped. I guess from the club's point of view, it's Ed, you, don't really, out there. you don't really tell him when and where he can wear his, wear the shirt, do you? Really, I suppose. No, he's got his own marketing plan, and if he's wearing that yeah. video in and oh. that, when that needs to go. Must admit, I didn't. I, I've I've heard of big nasty. I'm not. It's not really that my genre, but I've never heard of papoose. Apparently he's American. Oh, okay. That's all I heard. Big in America. Big in the oh, States. Okay, fine. So, but no, what, what did they say? Sailing over my head like yeah, mine a too, Stevenage Borough early ball forward, Joe. Sorry, go on. 3,000 um, shirts sold in, in, in the first day, which is more than a home shirt. I'd just be yeah. interested in how many are sold as Ipswich shirts to Ipswich fans or to Ed fans. I'd imagine the majority are still to I'm, I'm getting to the point, Joe. Sorry to interrupt. I'm getting to the point where I think just keep Sheeran as the, even if he doesn't pay, just keep him. (laughs) It's worth so, so much in publicity and sales to the club, isn't it? Sorry, Joe. They sort of wear these, like when you see sort of these Stormzy videos and people like that, it's all loaded up PSG shirts and it like fashion shirts. Now, is Ipswich going to be the next PSG where we get Jordan sort of to. Kits rather than them um, night kits and things like that, but I think there is a there is a sh- sort of thing where it's now like fashion items now, isn't it? And I think Ed having designed this one himself apparently, or being part of the design thing, being that sort of blackout, it does more look like a casual shirt you could wear. On the subject um, of black, on the subject of black shirts, not not in a fascist way, Joe. Explain those two behind you there. Well, these are we've had sort of three black shirts before. One is the third kit from last year, and then these two, which I think yeah, the one. I think that one started as the third kit and then became the away kit. But also, that's the only time where we've had we've got like a black and white badge on that one there, as opposed to our standard badge. I don't remember the red one at all. The the red letter. We wore that against QPR on Sky when we beat them. I think three one. When when Jim was desperate for a win at the start of the season, we wore that one. And I think we wore it a few times after that. But that was a limited edition shirt. But but like limited to like. 5,000 shirts, so they probably didn't sell all of them, but that was one that was brought as a third kit, and I think it may have then stayed on as the away kit in the season after. Keep your questions coming. I'm already about five minutes behind, so don't worry if your question hasn't been read out. We'll get to as many of these as possible. Um, who are we going to? Is it you now, Joe? Um, Matthew, only three games so far this season. Uh, my, I assume he means his first, will be Saturday Beach Barnsley. Has the match day experience improved off the pitch at Portman Road this season? Um. Well, I don't know, because I sit in the corporate bit, don't I? So oh, I don't nice. know. But the fan zone is always good, isn't it? And there's a lot going on there. But I just think the general feel of the stadium it feels a lot cleaner and a lot newer, doesn't it? You agree with that, Dave? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so I must admit, I don't go. The pre-match experience has certainly improved. Plug in the Greyhound is absolutely <laughs> rammed in there. Absolutely rammed in there on a Saturday. So, yeah, anyone that hasn't been and sampled the pre-match atmosphere. Get there early. Best, yeah, get down there, because it is, it, is, it is brilliant. And, but what... Um, also, I think this Saturday we have, I think Russell Osman's there again this Saturday <laughs> with his ceremonial reading of the team sheet. The, the one thing I'd I noticed, that obviously it's um, obvious when you look at the attendance things, but everywhere is a lot busier, isn't it? Yeah. it, is, it the, the whole town is busy. There's loads more traffic to get into town, even from early doors. It's it's definitely not like three, four, five, or sort of before and, COVID there. 
And I know, that Greyhound aside, I know the fact from speaking to others, the fan zone is absolutely heaving match day now. I think yeah. just generally across the board post-COVID, I think there was a spike um, right right the way through the entire football league from what I've seen with away ends and attendances and whatnot. And I think those teams that have, you know, kept up some decent form that has maintained. Dave, I suppose I'd better be the Dwight York to your Andy Cole. Uh, being as you've laid that on a plate for me, the preview show will be live tomorrow at Friday night in partnership with our good friends at uh, The Greyhound, Ian. Dave asks, um, which is good evening, which is very polite. Um, evening, <laughs> um, if you can only bring in one more player in before the deadline, would you go for a midfielder or a striker? I think he disagrees with you, though, Dave. You'd go for a midfielder, which is more where Joe was going. Yeah, I think I'd yeah. go midfielder. I'd, oh, sorry, was that today? No, take it, go on. My, my worry is if Sam Morsey gets injured with the way that we're playing, who have we got that can sort of get forward, play box to box, get into the box and score goals from that. I, it's not even a particularly natural role for Sam Morsey, I don't find. But I think if you had Lee Evans and Dominic Ball in there, obviously we haven't seen a huge amount of Ball, but his goal record and his style of play is the sort of deeper lying of the midfielders. We've sort of seen from Lee Evans that he doesn't maybe have the mobility to get up and down. He's, he has the mobility to go side to side and play well that way. So it does feel like who, who is the Sam Morsey backup? I'd have... I'd have been happy to keep Idris Elmazuni here and have him and Cam Humphreys cover it. But I think it'd be asking a lot if if Sam Morsey picked up a two-month injury for Cameron Humphreys to co- to cover that that whole time. So it's a it's a tough one, isn't it? Joe, yeah. Morsey's irreplaceable. Well, mm. of a one player, put the goalkeeper to one side, but of any outfield player, then Morsey is the one. He's you can't... yeah, but I, I just I, I just think even just trying to get the start live, number no, no, eight no, no, midfielder, if that makes sense. I know yeah. I, you're not you're not going to get what you've got from what you get from him all over the pitch, but just no. as like number eight, someone who can get forward and score goals and get on the um, other chances. Graham, evening. Uh, we'll go to you, Joe, on this one. Then uh, someone suggested Charlie Savage. Is that Robbie Savage's boy? Mm. Yeah. Um, don't see mm. that point of that type of sign and then let Humphreys go on loan. I think Joe's made his thoughts very clear on these, these pathways. I, I assume you agree with Graham on that one. Yeah, too. yeah, totally, totally agree. There's no point getting in someone of, of that ilk, someone with no senior experience, someone who isn't going to be able to put a full season together. It's just a uh, no brainer really. You've got, because Humphreys is a brilliant player. We've seen him from that and you want to see him get games here. It's just how many games does he get? I don't know. Um, let's move on. I think you can give this a one-word answer, Joe. Has Joe left one of his toys out behind him, or is he just pleased to see us? Is that in relation to your lovely crane over to the It's right an extender. <laughs> Knights of the Round Table, that would have been a different story. Uh, Dan, whose name I recognise from the Telegram group, which we'll plug uh, properly, would Sonia Luco be viewed as a backup option in the middle? Uh, he there a couple of times, didn't he? Just, just a bit, I mean, a number eight in a three at a push but possibly not Dave no not not in the Morsey role I don't see it maybe as a in that number eight playmaker type role perhaps but no not not in the Morsey box to box role I wouldn't have thought he'd certainly have the legs for that um if you were asking about this Harper we'll stay with you Dave hole there um that's Anthony Scully of Lincoln who's a inside forward who was balanced out by Good old Brennan Johnson a, a couple of couple of seasons ago. Are we oversubscribed in that position, perhaps to Will's point, um, Dave? Well, with regard to what an inside mid- forward to replace. Um, I think the so. Yeah, I think so. I must admit, when I when I said about the forward earlier, I'd forgotten about obviously El Mazzuni going to Orient, um, which was what last week, week before last. Um, so yeah, in, from that point of view, yeah, probably is a central midfielder is much more 
pressing than a than a forward, particularly given the display of John Jules last Saturday. Excellent stuff. Uh, guys, keep your questions um, coming in. I'll get down to as many of them as we possibly can. We'll try and go for the full hour. You set the agenda, whatever you want to talk about. No script whatsoever. We will talk about it. Joe, um, Mark, uh, Kieran McKenna mentioned he's looking for certain missing quality stroke attributes over a set position. What are we missing? Obviously, I've got lots of grief for saying experience, but I think that's been solved now. What What else? I think it's that um, a striker that can lead the line effectively, maybe against a team that is going to sit in rather than someone who's sort of trying to get behind all the time. So you're looking at a bit of sort of height, physicality, yeah. but also being able to press. Somebody can score a header if you're getting crossed into the box. So obviously George Hurst is a man that can do both. So he's someone that can get it behind and also hold it up. Maybe someone like a Macaulay Bond who is a sort of, more of a hold-up player and striker likes to try and get in from that side. So someone, someone of that ilk, maybe. Dave, I know we had fun and games with Lee Johnson back and down the pub, but I remember him doing a really good press conference when he was Bristol City manager, and he literally went through his bullet points for what a championship team needed. And it was very much as Joe said. He said, you need experience, you need physicality, you need a goal scorer, you need speed. And I suppose that's what Mark's referring to in the, the entire makeup of the squad, right? Yeah, I think I think so. Some someone with a more of a physical presence up up front, as up top, up front, is certainly good. Going to be a worthwhile addition to the squad, I would have thought. I think FPL yeah. Tractor yeah. Um, agrees with you. Uh, Barnsley lose tonight, says Barnsley. We'll smash them on Saturday. I believe. I don't know if anyone can look it up in the chat how many people are in at Elland Road tonight, but I suspect it will be thirty-five thousand plus. So um, well, after crikey, yeah, after last week, oh, it was indeed, yeah, banging, indeed. Didn't it? Um, right, well, we better answer this because it's from David who gave us that lovely, <laughs> big, huge super chat. But he's he's missing out the foreplay here, um, Joe. Where do you honestly think we we'll finish this? Straight for well, it. Well, can I rephrase David's question slightly? Has your opinion changed, or are you doubling down on what you thought from the start of the season, Joe? I put us as second at the start of the season, and what behind Wednesday? Yeah, I did, but it's changed slightly, so I'd put us as first now, Dave. No, no, I'll yeah. stick, stick with second. I, I think we're good enough to be in the top two. It's, I just think it's going to end yeah, up being sort of two from four, and I think it'll be us, Sheffield Wednesday, Peterborough. Pompey and, are getting on a run now, aren't they? I yeah, I just don't think they'll have it in them to go for the whole season, though. But I think it'll be sort of, sort of us, Sheffield Wednesday, Peterborough, and there'll be another team that just pushes on, and it'll be sort of end up two from four, I think. And we just got to hope we end up the right side of the line. <laughs> Any comments, Barry and Joe? I'll, put, I'll literally put every single one on the on the screen. It's a guarantee to get your comment read. Corporate Joe in the house um, agree. Right. I'm glad someone's asked this, Dave, um, because I actually almost slightly want to take up a little bit for Andy Holt because I think where he's coming from, he's coming from a sensible place, but I think he's just riled up the Ipswich fans so much now and it seems a bit of an obsession. So this is Andy Holt's comments on... The um, I sharing of I follow money, and um, it gets into Dave a very capitalist conversation very quickly. Um, as in, if you've got more fans, you make more money, do you deserve to take more money? And we all know that that argument played out to the extreme is very bad for football. But Andy Holt seems to be advocating for some type of football socialism, which I kind of understand, but it's all very um self-interested this if you're if you're running Accrington of course you want the split to go down the middle when you yeah. when you play but 
I know I know where Andy Holt's coming from, and I know Ipswich fans just pile in on him every time he. But can can you see his point, even though he kind can, of falls can, over okay, it a little yeah, bit? I can from see time his point to a degree. I'm not even. What actually is the split? As it there, is, there is no split. There it's is just, no split. Whichever team sells a ticket, sells the passes, keeps the money. That's they keep the money. I mean, yeah, it, we'd probably be, if if less. No, no disrespect to Accrington Stanley, but if we were a similar sized club, no doubt we'd be saying exactly, exactly the and same. That's exactly, exactly the same thing. I mean, that's exactly just it. what I'm trying to say, Dave. Yeah. Whatever your position is. So, for example, when we're in, were in the championship or potentially back in the championship. We'll be the small fry moaning about parachute payments again, won't we? No, exactly. And, you know, thinking back two seasons when we were having, um, you know, no, um, when there was no, you know, financial, when we were, I mean, no, nothing coming in at all. There was no finance, very precious little financial backing, you know, coming into the club. We would have probably said the same thing and whinged about it back then. Now, obviously, we've got the financial clout. It's a, it's a different story for us. But if that's how it, if that's how it is, that's how it is. And, yeah, I, I can understand him whinging about it. I, I think, thoughts, I think they should, yeah. I, th- I think there should be some sort of compromise on it. Yeah. In that, I've, if Ipswich sells seven thousand passes to a game, I think Ipswich should get the bulk of the money for that. In that, but I think if if it is impacting on attendances, which is what a claim is, which is f- fair enough, people might not go to the games. Mm. But I think there should be a sort of payment up to the point that you couldn't accommodate the fans, if that makes sense. So if you've got two thousand tickets available for the fans. And we sell twelve hundred. Well, then eight. The first eight hundred passes should go to the home club or a figure that covers the loss of those eight hundred people not turning up. But once you get past that, then I think the away club who are who are sort of administering the payments, taking the payments, sort of having to keep the money, bank it, all that, all that side of it. Plus, we're investing in it ourselves we're paying a commentator to go up there to commentate on it we're trying to put together a sort of pre-match post-match shows going forward so it's it's one where we're trying to invest to make our product i follow better to sell more and that is at home and away from home so there should be some reward for that but we're going away from i follow next season aren't we with town tv but i guess the point is also as well that it's an efl requirement to to film the game for i follow and i think the efl have the cost of that, not Accrington. I don't think it's Accrington that pay for the filming of the game. I think it's the EFL that pay for that. So when he says we stage the game, we should get the money. It's like, well, yes, you stage the game, but the EFL are providing the coverage and selling it to the clubs. And so there's a point there. But yeah, I, I just think it should be linked to the genuine available tickets to the away fans. And if it's a sellout, well, it's a sellout and you couldn't accommodate any more fans. So why should you be getting the reward for having more fans there? Perhaps it's just an overabundance of Accrington fans living on the continent. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I, this is, but this is one of the problems <laughs> with us being in um, a way, a way end, uh, sorry, in this league, is that this league is so split between, mm. well, us and Sheffield Wednesday, as a, not maybe not the biggest clubs, but the biggest payers. Derby, distance, God's sake. But, but we're paying more money than them. When you look at their squad, they've got some highly paid players, but a lot of yeah. No, but in terms of fan base, Derby, fan and base, yeah, right yeah. But so there. I'm just talking about sort of mm. budgets at the moment, and then sort of there. But but once you get outside that, maybe ten, eleven, yeah. from there, you probably you're probably talking about teams where the highest paid players two, three grand a week, and that is these are players like Raheem Harper's just gone out on loan, and we'll probably be covering half of that wage to get that to get that to go through and, and things like that. So it's really two leagues in one. This one really. 
most noticeably from any point sort of in the in the pyramid this is where it changes so we need to get out of this league because Accrington are just a glorified non-league club really aren't they then <laughs> who are punching well above their weight but they've got 2,000 fans or 1,800 fans in a town of 30,000 bang in the middle of sort of a real um, sort of real football area Blackburn, Burnley, Preston, yeah. Blackpool, Liverpool all within well, all in the championship this season aren't they those ones yeah. you, there's like five yeah. of them you just have Wigan as well all, all within Burnley. sort of no real distance from it so that they're never they're never going to be a, a club which is capable of carrying a crowd to get them up the league. So by just giving them more money, it keeps smaller clubs punched above their weights. So I'd rather not see it. Hmm. How did I know, Joe? We spoke about this this morning, didn't we? How did I know someone was going to ask about Liam Gibbs, who I I was covering the Norwich Millwall game on Friday night, so I saw Liam Gibbs uh, in the flesh um, and. Lots of people came up to me and asked me about Liam Gibbs. So the first thing I'll say about this is, Joe, Norwich fans are extremely motivated to see Liam Gibbs do very well. Um, but I think a lot of that is the narrative that they would love to pinch a player from under our noses. Um, to quote Dave, he was very neat and tidy, Joe, but this was what I call Billy Gilmore syndrome in the Scotland game against England, where you had a team who had the majority of the possession against the low block, whoever plays deep line playmaker is in 10 metres of space the entire game. So as much as Liam Gibbs was very good, it was a game that that very much suited him. But um, he looks really good, doesn't he, Was it Was it his full debut, just a matter of interest? Uh, first, is it his first start, Joe? I think... I'll, I'll look that up. his Joe first start, but he, he's he's played, start, I think yeah. he's played in all the games so far. But yeah, yeah. no, so... Real shame, isn't it? An Ipswich fan, Ipswich boy from an Ipswich family is playing for Norwich and and the fact that he's sort of starting for them in the championship and sort of whether we like it or not, Norwich are sort of a top at worst, sort of top eight club in the championship, isn't it? And they are well, let's say that he's he's sort of made a real positive impact there really quickly. And this was a player that had he had he been here, he probably still wouldn't even be in the first team squad. He'd be in the under twenty ones, which is crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think um, I dare say I think they signed Isaac Hayden, uh, who would be ahead of yeah. him, but is is hurt at the moment. But yeah. Um, yeah, they they particularly want this one to do well up the road, Dave. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's not that's not surprising. Was there's the second part of the question was about Simpson, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, sorry, yeah, let me put that back up on the screen. I think you were just asking if, if is it going to be something similar with um, Simpson, who's uh, rather right. active on 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 Twitter and unfiltered, isn't he? Which is uh, yeah, good, good fun, isn't it? Um, always, always good fun. Has he? Uh, sorry, have you again, with, with Huddersfield, Dave? I think has he? Has he? Has he hasn't gone yet, has no. he? I think there was there's like half a million being bandied about or something, which seemed, I suppose, quite quite good business. Um, hard to say, isn't it? Whether it have the same impact as Gibbs. You quite rightly said if Hayden had been fit, probably Gibbs wouldn't have had wouldn't have had his chance just yet. Um, good move for him. Had his championship club. Good, good move for the lad. Um, clearly well, as well, Dave. One, sorry, Dave. Sorry to interrupt. They're two central strikers: are Jordan Rhodes and Danny Ward. So they need that's, something coming oh, there's, through. There's an, that's an exactly. aging strike force, isn't it? Yeah. An aging strike force. Um, Look, good good luck to him. Whether whether he'll make an impact there, who knows? Clearly, it, for one reason or another, I mean, probably Joe perhaps does know a little bit more than, than we do, but it just wasn't going to work out for him for him here. So, yeah, I mean, at the moment, as, as someone else in the Telegram group said the other day, he's just stagnating at the moment, not doing anything, is he? 
Um, I'm not even sure. Is he? Is he actually? Has he played for twenty threes or anything at all? No, he's not doing anything. I mean, it's just hasn't played for a long it's time. Just, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, so yeah, no. yeah for, you know, he's, no, he's obviously, and you know, he's obviously taken to Twitter, Twitter here, which is his his right. Um, look, move him on. You know, Huddersfield get some money in for him, reinvest, move on. Sad, but yeah, sad, I say people like on. he's taken to Twitter, but he has been. Yeah, he's been, for like he seven months now without saying a word. And, oh, absolutely. And, and, and he's, he's getting right, stick from people on social media because he's yep. posted a video on Instagram and they've zoomed in and seen it's a pair of West Brom shorts he's wearing. It's like, oh, yeah. why is he wearing West Brom kit on here? Is he doing that to wind up Ipswich fans? It's like, no, you're just, you're just winding yourself up here. But I've, I think it's been, <laughs> I think it's been handled badly, and I think from both sides, I'm sure, I'm sure. It's just at what point there. But ultimately, he was back here in January. He wouldn't sign a new contract, but he still had 18 months effectively left of his contract. Yeah. Why did we not have a look at him last season? We should have done. We should have had a look at him last season. Joe, and either we could have given him more money or... But people said, oh, well, we shouldn't play him because he wouldn't commit to a new contract. It's like, well, hang on a minute. He's still got 18 months to run on this one. Why does he need to sign a contract commit. if he doesn't think the terms are right? Joe, is this a slightly different scenario to Gibbs? I think it's I think it's the same starting point of the scenario, yeah. i.e., a contract offer is made, which yeah. the players don't feel values them as they should be valued, i.e., it values them as an under twenty ones player yeah, rather yeah. than the first team fringe yep. player. So I think I think both, from what I hear, both of these um, players, Gibbs and Simpson, they only want a sort of parity with a sort of Armando Dobra or a Corian Darba or an Elkin Bagger. They didn't want parity with. Sam Morsey yeah, or Sam Christian Morsey, Walton. Yeah. They, they wanted to they wanted to get a wage which showed them that the club thought they had a pathway and they didn't get offered it, so they've moved on. Strange one. A strange one. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Um, Dan, I'd love to see a proper target, man. I think both the boys yeah. agree. Um Bowles throws in Cole Stockton, which is still rumbling, although I think Joe's a bit burned by the Joe Piggott um, yeah. anal- analogy there and the, uh, maybe the, um, the one-season wonder. Uh, Andrew, uh, David, you can take this one. With any more players McKenna signs this season, even if he doesn't say it, 
Is he thinking how any new player can cope in the in, <laughs> Absolutely, you would, you in would the think championship. so. That's the ultimate aim, isn't it? So certainly you would think that. Yeah, yeah. And there's um, a certain, as I was going to say, there's a certain element of, um, you know, that a, a, a team is... What's the what's the term about the, the sum of its the sum of its parts are greater than um, greater each than individual parts? But yeah, exactly. But yeah, you want individual. you want certain ones that that could possibly hold their own. But okay. hey, of course, yeah. But we're um, shopping in the same market as your Blackpool's teams like that, who are sort of maybe mid, not even bottom eight championship budgets. We're outpaying teams like Rotherham, who are probably bottom eight, bottom four budget sort of thing. Well, so we are. Joe, you can't get good Premier League loanies in League One, but you can in the Championship. Really well, you good can, players. As you well. can get good first loans in League One, can't you? But you're like seventeen-year-olds. You're, you're, yeah, you're taking, you're taking a risk on them. Yeah. Um, let's dive back in. Uh, keep questions coming, guys. Keep it flowing. Great stuff in the chat, uh, Matthew. I've heard the guys say on previous plots this season feels different to when we were top of the league with Lambert. What's the main differences? I assume the confidence comes um, from his impact last season. The eye test is is a big difference, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, we can, we're controlling games, aren't we? Where under Lambert, we were sort of getting ahead and not hanging on to games, but there, there was a lot, there was a lot of one nil wins, weren't there? And there's a lot of times where you thought, oh, you we've got away with one there. Where under McKenna, when we win one nil, it feels like obviously other than Burton last week, but normally a win you walk away thinking that was so comfortable and that could have been more. It's only sort of as a fan, you're just natural jitters which cause it, as opposed to actually the eye test, isn't it? I call um, it. I call it the Benjamin Bloom Shrewsbury Town lit test. <laughs> the fabled Shrewsbury hey, podcast. Hey, yeah. We're not very good. We're tuning up. <laughs> yeah, How we're we winning. Um, Edmondson or Burgess on Saturday, Dave. Oh, to, to go against possibly James Norwood. Yeah, yeah, no, Ed- Edmondson if he's if he's fit, I would I would certainly say yeah, yeah. I think um, I must admit I was in dark deepest dark, darkest Norfolk last week, so I didn't see any of the any of the game, and I follow anything. But um, I don't think Burgess did too much wrong, did he, Joe? And, and certainly no, no, showed by the. So he seemed to be moving the ball quicker as well. Certainly, he's passed for the for the final goal, or was it the Chaplin goal? The Chaplin goal, I think, um, uh, sort of l- looked that way. Let me just yeah, read a couple still a of big step down from Edmondson for me. Let me just read a couple of comments out on this Andy Holt and this I follow um, business. <laughs> Has um, he got Joe's number? <laughs> uh, Charlie, we're selling out away ends everywhere at the moment. I don't think online subs will ever kill off attendance. There's a chunk of viewers will be from overseas. Yeah. Genuinely, not just VPNs. Uh, Skip, I think the away club should get the number of I follow tickets to make up any empty seats in their away end. Everything else goes to the club whose fans bought the passes i think there's one more on this ian um i think the home club should get any of the i follow money on a saturday technically those are purchased from abroad so it makes no difference to the away just, just on that point i wonder i wonder how many passes are sold on a saturday compared to a tuesday because you often hear on the games it's like we set a new record we sold 5948 i follow passes they're always midweek games or games that are officially available on i follow so I, I just I just don't reckon there's as many people buying passes on VPNs as people think. And a lot of the times, people have season subscriptions abroad because it's really cheap, apparently, to have a season subscription when you're abroad to do it there. So I, I think it's the I think the, the big talking point seems to be those games on the Tuesday night or Boxing Day, I think they're doing it this year because it's not a Saturday, where you can pay £10 for a pass and sell 6,000 passes and bring in a fair bit of money. But yeah, I'd, I'd agree on the points 
sort of that Ian's made on that one that yeah these aren't tickets these aren't people buying from the UK they're people buying from abroad so it's not making a difference on attendances and if I follow want to clamp down on VPNs well they can do it but they'll lose out on revenue by so they probably best to keep turning a blind eye to it VPN um, please hit the like button if you're enjoying the show get some questions in we will um, in you know we'll endeavor to answer as many as possible um, Mark, it's early days in League One, but which teams have surprised you so far? Can we overperform and underperform? Right, I've got the table, so I'm going to make some suggestions. You guys can come in afterwards. So Joe's got Pompey overperforming in third there. Um, I would have Exeter in ninth, probably those three there in the top half, Exeter, Cambridge, Port Vale. Wickham underperforming, Barnsley underperforming, Oxford, Oxford. massively underperforming, MK MK ridiculously underperforming. <laughs> Do you disagree with any of those, Dave, or anyone stand out for you that you think might be moving um, a fair way up or a fair way down? No, I, I think really. it's still think, easy, isn't it? Also. Yeah, I mean, it's very, very early. I mean, I think Exeter have surprised, surprised a few, but... They had the classic result, couple of results the other uh, the other week, didn't they? Where they beat Cheltenham. It's almost like the Ipswich Fulham Boxing Day game <laughs> all those years ago, where lost seven nil and then went went and beat them, beat them one nil. Um, yeah, I, Exeter, say, I reckon I think, Bristol yeah. Rovers will finish in the top half. I, yeah, I quite, I quite like the look of that for some reason. Wouldn't surprise me. You would think you'd think we and you, yeah, I mean, look at look where MK. You would think MK. Well, well I know they are. Will start to make make progress. I would I would expect them to be up around the top if not the top six, certainly the top eight come the end of the season. Um, Portsmouth, it's... Portsmouth, t- depends with Portsmouth, doesn't it? I think strikers fitness, you know, Bishop fitness, um, you know, seems to be a key, seems to be a key plan, a bit of talisman for them. Good signing. Um, yeah. I'd, 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 third, I'd, I'd still expect Portsmouth to be up around the top six. Joe? Yeah, it's, it's difficult at this stage of the so season, really. is it? Because it's so because you look, oh, exit up in ninth, they do well. But then you look and it's like, oh, they've won two and lost two. It's not they haven't, yeah. they haven't really done anything special to be there, have they? And or like a Cambridge, have won two, lost two, including getting told five one by Charlton. Yeah, you'd so expect at men. least at least four of that top six to still be in say the top eight. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say so. Play, that side. But I'd like, so I think Cambridge are a decent side. I thought they were good last year. Both times I saw them and. Whenever I saw them against other teams other than us, so I think I think it's just I said maybe ask again after ten games to see where things are because I'd imagine it sort of come out in the wash a little bit there. Stay with yeah. you, Joe. If it's a, a youngster question, do you think Chiroa oh. uh, is going the same way as Simpson? Yes, one word answer. Okay, we won't we won't elucidate that any more on that. Matty, he's asked he's asking me here. Ben, as a town fan, but also an impartial viewer of the EFL, what are your genuine views on the Simpson situation? I'm pretty disappointed. How the club has bullied him for not signing a contract. Um, I, Matty, I won't get into any any bullying or not because I'm not there and I haven't heard what has said. Um, I echo a lot of what, 90% of what um, Joe said and um, could have been handled better, couldn't it? Um, especially when we're fielding questions talking about the need for a uh, number nine with good physicality who can, who can do that job and there's potentially a... Uh, a ready-made um, replacement there. Um, Dave, AD has actually come out and asked, which I'm glad someone has, what do people think of the new black share? I think it's bloody lovely, Dave. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, very lovely. Absolutely lovely. Yeah, um, and I'm not a, a, a shirt, I say, bothered either way about shirts, but I've got to say that particular <laughs> shirt is a thing of beauty. Joseph, you're a connoisseur. 
Yeah, and no, I really like it. I really like the Black Hat style. I know it's a little bit, not old hat, but a few teams have done it over the last two or three years. But no, I think it looks really smart. And I think the yeah. Ed Sheeran link means it's going to sell superbly as it's already started to. Um, Joe, that's the quality oh, of the yeah. hospitality oh, oh, oh. since the new owners came in. I assume attendance. But in, in all seriousness, we, you know, we joke about um, American ownership and, you know, there was a lot said about the, the the front end and the back end either side of of the football event, wasn't there? Have you have you seen anything, or is it or is it still your chicken, potatoes, and veg? And Has, know, it hasn't changed much, to be fair. An ex player reading the team out. They've dropped the course on the they've dropped the starters. So <laughs> just disappointing. But... Good for the old waistline, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, the bear hasn't changed much. The only the only thing at the moment is with regards to sort of getting a man of the match back up in there so they've stopped doing this and I still think the oh. performance team is not happy with players going up into the restaurant because of COVID which seems a bit sort of the horse has already bolted by by this point so it seems uh seems a bit pointless so they, they have done it a couple of times this year but it still seems the performance team are still making a decision on that but I think they need to get back they need to get back to that and maybe just sort of say you can't go and hug him for a photo or lick their face or anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. Um, Michael Penty Smith. Will David Diamond be doing a I meet and greet at the Greyhound? Michael Penty Smith, I can't possibly divulge that. Watch well, this well, space. Where are we at now, Dave? Is it a tenner for a six by four signed picture? Or just yeah, have, you got, have you got your bum bag like Warnock? Yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> hey, I was at. Um, Prices online. Dave, I was at Bramall Lane the other night. They wheeled him out, old Warnock, and he spoke to the crowd, spoke oh, to the crowd for a bit. I was in the presence of greatness. Marvellous. Um, yeah, watch this space. That could well be happening on Saturday, but not, not 100% sure. Okay. Um, should we get this out of the way? We're got... looking forward to seeing Mikey there anyway. More than Russell Osman? I can't possibly say that. <laughs> Don't talk about um, the 1982 World Cup. Don't, you, don't <laughs> do that. Um, Who's that in that picture? That is Morse, isn't it? Looks like he's fell in a. Is it Jay Jamie Tete? Yeah, good shout there. Um, yeah, God, he maimed someone in that game that Warnock was at. Um, we better do the Hurst question. Josh has asked it this time. Uh, do you see Hurst coming here? Feels like we signed someone completely off the radar, close to deadline day. Is Hurst a smokescreen then, Joe? Well, I noticed that Ronaldo was up at the Tottenham game against Wolves, wasn't he? So maybe he's coming out of retirement. The original R nine. Oh. Just- he might need a pre-season though behind him, looking at him. But um, no, I, I, I still think Hurst is the number one target. I don't think that's changed. It, it, there was all this talk of him signing a new contract, but it, I haven't seen anything announced on that. So whether that is going through or not, I don't know. But I say, I'd, I'd, I'd but, still, if I was to sort of have the bet on George Hurst or anyone else, I'd still probably go for George Hurst on that. But then I'd probably do the same on, if you said Macaulay Bond or anyone else, I'd probably say Macaulay Bond. I mean, Hurst would be the statement, wouldn't it? That really would be the statement, the statement signing. Okay, we've been after him all summer, so no secret. But yeah, that would be a a coup, really, wouldn't it? Get it over the line, um, yeah. guys. I'm Look nearly caught. I'm nearly caught up on the questions, so keep them coming. We're at just about three quarters now. We'd love to waffle on for another fifteen minutes and get up to the hour mark. So do keep your questions coming. Uh, do hit that like button. Um, and as ever, I've got a load of plugs here. Follow over on Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC. Make sure you're subscribed here, which is 
Yeah, if you hit the like button, you'll still get all the videos anyway, but hit subscribe as well. We're over on Instagram as well, Facebook, all of that good stuff, and everything is housed. Uh, our lovely uh, Blue Monday website, uh, bluemondayitfc.co.uk, if I've not butchered that, which I probably have, uh, where there's more details on signing up for our excellent Telegram service, which um, is our... Am I literally boring you, Joe? Did you it held up a fucking coaster? <laughs> oh dear. That means we're doing too many plugs. So I'll really quickly go telegram and merchandise. There Look it is. Look at that. Look at that. You like that, Joe? Do we keeping you up, Joe? I've got one of those coming actually. Have you? Oh, make sure, make sure you're awake for when it's delivered then. Um, yeah, and vote Blue Monday in the FCAs. This comes around at this um, this time of year, doesn't it? Uh, sorry, I thought ahead. it all those years ago, Ben, when we started this, and I think the, the parting part shot was, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, I can't even remember all the plugs now. It's just, you know, that's why I butcher them all. Um, Brereton Diaz going to... Uh, uh, Mark's probably onto something there. I always talk about the the logjam and someone, mm. you know, say 15 million quid coming into the championship, which means they then possibly hearse, but they then sign somebody who then signs somebody and then everything um, gets moving. Uh, Simon, <laughs> famous last words. How many games will we go unbeaten in the current run? Is there any, Joe, is there any hungover from last the end of last season as well? Yeah, well, we won on the last day, Charlton, didn't we? We beat Charlton. And then we drew with crew the game before that, and maybe so it was probably three, maybe at the back end of last season. Then there we is. did lose. Drew against Wigan as well. We did lose to Colts during the League Cup, though, didn't we? Doesn't Ooh. count. It's league league games only, uh, Joe. How long is it going to last? Um, I think maybe Sheffield Wednesday, seventeenth of September. <laughs> he's got the he's got the date. He's got the date. But Dave, anything near that two points per game for any length of time, and we're laughing, aren't we? Yeah, when you look at the games coming up, I mean, I know it's the old cliche, they're all pretty winnable. And I'd say, yeah, the first really stern test, which would have been anyway, is going to be Chef. <laughs> it's going to be Chef Wednesday, isn't it? Did you, what did you make of that, Joe? Sack Joe for being disciplined. Disciplinary <laughs> process, as we almost brought in with Mikey the other week for being late. Then, rightly we so. We need Huge to come up with some disrespect sort of shown process by here. Exactly. NPS. Last question from me: Who from the US office would you have working, and what would they be doing? I'd, what's that dude with um with the with the grey head? Really, who's just a real weirdo who ends up he ends up managing for about an episode. I can't remember his name, but I'm, I'm, more, of the, I'm more of a Wernham Hog guy. So oh, I'd have, I'd, I'd have Dawn on reception. I'd have Dawn on reception. Get her yeah, in there. Me too. It's a man's game. Oh, don't cancel me for saying that. I'm quoting a show, for God's sake. Oh, no. Um, Graham, <laughs> does our passing at the back, especially Wolfie, concern you, or does it just open up? Sides? Well, Graham, I was present at Burton, and I can report that um, Ipswich fans of a certain age are extremely concerned every time <laughs> the ball is not booted forward 60 yards from, oh, no, no, not like from, um, from out the back. So um, it doesn't concern me in the, in the slightest, um, uh, Joe, but uh, it does rankle with some people doesn't it yeah my dad being one creed. of them sorry creed lots of people are answering Me. that yeah sorry go but, on joe sorry, but my, my dad moans about it oh get out oh it's <laughs> so sloppy and it's, like, and it's like we concede about four chances a game and letting <laughs> God, and like we, keep, we keep we keep all clean sheets and moment, we do goals we? even uh, i was speaking to my dad yesterday said, oh I saw on the EFL thing, they said, oh, we've kept more clean sheets than we have goals. So, Wolfie can't be that bad. And I think, no, he's sort of one of the best defenders in the league and just quality footballer and just 
goes through Chris it. Ball. No, no. I, Chris I, I, Lake summed it up that night quite well on iFollow and he said, no, you know, should be encouraged. All right. You, you know, that's the way they're encouraged to play. They'll play it out from the back. That's the way they're encouraged to play and should play like that. And there is going to be, you know, you are going to get the odd, the odd, the old ricket. I mean, crikey. Dave, there's going to be a goal. Man U, look at Man U against Brentford. Exactly. There's going to be a goal this season where someone yeah. nicks it on the of edge course. of the box. Like that one for Blackpool against Burnley the other day. Yeah. And they're in through one-on-one with the highest quality chance you can possibly get. It will happen, won't it? It, it will, but then, you know, one-on-one with probably arguably the best goalkeeper in the league. So, yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be totally unexpected, but no, they should still continue. And I've got to say, um, there were even times against Burton where, not like Plymouth a few, um, Plymouth, M- where that come from? MK Dons a few days before where they were just playing it out and would not hump it. There were times when we were playing it, playing it, playing it, and when it did need to get knocked down the line. We we did the Nassi, and I remember a couple of times in in uh, the Burton game we did we did go long, where MK just refused to basically. Yeah, and it's, it's not about is it a Bobby Robson? I can't remember, but sort of saying it's not about short pass or long pass, it's about making the right pass. And, of course, and that is and that's always the way. And yeah, you you might want you you might favour going short and playing out from the back, but there are times when you just need to put your foot through it. Yeah, um, I'm in trouble from Richard. For swearing that's not actually my fault because if joe hadn't put the coaster over his mouth to hide the yawn i know i was just, i was just um, talking to my colleague here like a footballer walking off the pitch where <laughs> i have to stand and talk like that because <laughs> i missed that bit. talking about state secrets sorry i, I f-bombed um joe when joe did the big did the big yawn um what else have we got here um uh stephen any opinions on how where match day experience could be improved? They've put a lot of effort in already, haven't they? Um, Dave, Actually, a bit of legroom wouldn't go amiss, but that's me being a football snob, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Yeah, I see uh, I see Steve. Steve's a mate of mine, so I see Steve. See, I've, I've seen him in the ground on, on Saturday. Um, I'm not, do you know what? I'm not really there because I now go to the ground. I'm not really there that long, certainly pre-game to to see what's going on, really. I know the queues are still just as long. I know if you want to get a drink or a beer at half-time, you have to leave five minutes before, five minutes before, but that's fairly standard. That's been standard for years, so I don't think that's improved Dave, somewhat. So that's I've been the only to, thing I see. I, I, don't know, I don't know whether you're going to love this or you're going to hate this, right? I've been to Watford twice this season covering EFL, right? You go up, and you know, like in McDonald's or KFC where they've got the screens, so you ah. go up to the screen, Pre-order. order your drink on the thing. This is in the back of the stand. They were in the Premier League, obviously, weren't they? Um, and then you get your little tab, you go up, and the drinks are already there waiting for you. Sensational. Yeah. Very yeah, quick. There must be, there must be something that you can do Joe. where you're not pre-order drinks, but maybe you could order a beer <laughs> it's at like half. The theatre, you know where you pre-order your... Yeah, and you just pick <laughs> up a little, pair of gla- little pair of glasses. Hey, Joe, but you're where, right, but where you're talking about you doing do that this at, Watford, at, Watford, yeah. what, at that tab at Watford, you could go at the start of the game, order yourself a beer at half-time. So in the North Stand, they know they've got to make or pour 400 pints and they just get pulled out during the first half. And you take your ticket up and you just pick your beer up on the way through rather than have to go out there and sort of queue again. I'm sure it would... There, but there, it, it must be there must be a way that you could order before the game. You, everyone who's having a beer at halftime knows they want a beer at halftime and they walk into the ground. So just get it ordered and get it waiting for you there. I mean, I think, um, the, I think one of the problems is when I have the times I have queued, just the, the outlets just aren't just not big enough. Uh, David uh, said, love the show, guys. We love you, David, because yeah. earlier in the show, David did a 50 euro super chat, which is probably the biggest one we've 
ever had in the history of the pod. I think so he also very, asked very... about places to stay in Ipswich, didn't he? In, in, in a question salt earlier. House. The with, Salt House is probably in, in the Goff, town. If you want to meet some players, yeah. Is, is where, that's where all the new signings are put in the Salt House there, so... That would be a recommendation there. If you want to get a little bit further out, I'm sure, sort of like Keswick Hall is doing the bits there. used to teach his son the piano, Mr. Goff, who owns that hotel. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, used to, he used to own the um, the Marlborough, didn't he? And the Angel in Woodbridge. That's well. right. Yeah. 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 But there's a, there's a lot of hotels around the town centre now, newer ones, like just your sort of standard sort of travel Penta. lodges, Premier Inns, Penta Hotels, Novotels, but the Salt House is probably the one. Dave's in the, the Waldorf Astoria on the what? corner oh, of yeah, Manhattan Boulevard or whatever what's that one? What's that, that new one? Is it called the Box Hotel or something like that, which is where Chicago's used to be? Oh, it's an easy Chicago, hotel. Easy, it? It an easy. Why do I think it's called a Box Hotel? But it is. It's just, it is what it is, isn't it? You just basically We're, got a, a box as a room, haven't you? Yeah, well, the, the options are with window or without. <laughs> Fantastic. I've stayed in a couple of travel lodges or premier inns in London where I've stood basically on my bed and I've been able to touch both walls. Certainly. Were you paying by the hour, Dave? Or? No. I wasn't Have you been in one of those Ebis budgets? Oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. back in my touring days. Um, Joe, which youngsters do you think will see pizza yep. cup action? Was this Northampton next week? That's next yeah. week. Next is Tuesday, it? Yeah. Oh, Dave, I'm always wrong on the fixtures. Is it next week? Next Tuesday, next yeah. Week. Ca- yeah. Cameron yeah. Humphreys and I'd hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, Tawanda Chirera as a see some action as part of him signing a new contract. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's answered already. Um, let me just uh, maybe give back. Nick Hayes a game if Vaslav Hladky is still sort of looking to get him out no. on loan somewhere. Um, Dave, this is from Ian. Uh, do you think Ball will take Evans' place when fit? And are we light in midfield now? Harper no. has gone on. Evans low. has been not a revelation. Evans has been really good this season alongside Morrissey. So no, I, I certainly don't see that. Oh, it'd be a good uh, three for those of us who like three-man central midfielders, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. But like no, that. I think um, incredibly harsh if they left Evans out. Evans has done really well. I don't think his corners are improving too much as of yet. But yeah, he's uh, he's played really well and has received consistently at a good level as well. Uh, Compliments Wolsey quite well in there, I think, at the moment. Keep your questions coming. Um, we've got a few minutes to go. Make it as ridiculous as you like for the last few minutes. Any um, critis- constructive criticism of Joe will all be put up on the on the screen. So um, get that in ASAP. Um, Joe, has uh, Chirera signed a new deal? He hasn't, has he? No. We took the option on it in the summer to give it another year. But no, there's no, seems to be no movement on it. No room at the inn, Joe. Um, but at least he's been he's been still been playing twenty threes and stuff, though. Has yes, he, he has. He's yeah, been yeah. Playing, hasn't he? yeah okay. He's still playing. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully we can maybe we just have to show a bit of faith because remember he made his debut as a schoolboy away at Colch and a Papa John's Trophy back in the day when he was still like fifteen. And I think part of wow. the reason then they gave him that debut was because there was other clubs. I think it was Fulham at the time sniffing sniffing, sniffing around. around. So hopefully, like I say, Fulham was sniffing around at that point and. Maybe there's other clubs now, so we're going to have to do something. And thanks, to Dave. Um, yeah. Kirk put this up earlier, and I missed it. So sorry, Kirk. Um, Dave, away from the results on the pitch, do you think the backroom staff have now finally fixed our injury record? I, I always find this a bit of a myth. I think if you're winning, people don't pay attention to injuries. Yeah, no, because so, you're right. When you're losing, it's an easy, it's a bit of an easy, an easy cop out. But certainly, yeah, I mean, you know, you've got these nagging ones. I mean. Um, 
Burns, is that a carryover from last year? I don't know. Sometimes groin strains are sort of secondary secondary injuries. But, yeah, I suppose he's missed the last couple of games. Edmondson, well, I think Edmondson is perhaps still struggling a little bit with the big injury he had last season. That seems to be. But, you know, clearly, you know, we rested him on Saturday and, and still kept the clean sheet. So, brilliant. Um, but, yeah, certainly when you think back to the, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll bloody injury list resembled outpatients for goodness sake didn't it it was just horrific when you're thinking back a season or two so yeah certainly it's just seemed better prepared don't we just more far more professional better prepared got a bigger and, squad uh, as well haven't we and a big so and a, 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 squad and a much it? more a much more capable squad also which 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 obviously helps speaking of injury crisis Evening, guys. This is our friend Bits. Suffering here after trapping my Seattle. He does loads of driving bits as well, doesn't he? And lost the ability to walk. I'm sure he'll get well soon. Um, Oh, mate. That's not good. Our good friend Bits. Um, I'm all for this type of feuding as well. If you want to compare any podcast Uh, members, I'll definitely screenshot that and send it to Mikey, please. Screenshot that now. We'll leave it up a few seconds. I mean, I couldn't possibly comment, but I'm definitely throw the grenade into the mix um, there. Um, Richard. Question for Joe: Do we need a fourth kit? I think we, have, <laughs> I think we absolutely do. I think um, what, what other social Ed Sheeran's TikTok maybe or Spotify? Yeah, I think it was on um, Mark earlier on the Telegram said that Napoli had eight kits last season. That they, used. <laughs> <laughs> they just had special edition ones sort of every other week. But wow, yeah, I think the um, the goalie kits are nice as well. So there are five nice kits to get at the moment, isn't there? So a line has to be drawn somewhere. Is it inevitable that Norwood scores on Saturday? Now, this is a problem, FBL Tractor, because I actually don't think it is when in previous seasons I would have been, well, of course he's going to score. So, Dave, if I flip the psychology here, now I'm confident because we've got a good defence and we're organised, he's going to score then, isn't he? Uh, without doubt. He hasn't been playing, though. He hasn't been starting, has he? I think he's been pretty much coming off the bench in recent games, I believe. Um and I know uh, for the first games when he was starting, he was sort of being hooked after about an hour or so. So, look, Norwood is, as we know, is a goal scorer, a bit of a goal, a poacher at that level. So, would it surprise me if he scored against he's, us Saturday? He's also a provocateur, no. Joe, who will An take agent, great delight in scoring, wouldn't he? Yeah, I, I yeah. don't think he'll score. No, no. Love okay. a clean sheet. I'm sure he'd love to, but I don't think he will. Um, guys we've got 40 seconds um so let's first of all say a big thank you to everybody for all of their questions uh tremendous stuff i love this show because you have to do that here's my prep for this show there it is it's an empty piece of paper no notes um i love it thank you for setting the agenda um thank you to our super chatters as well who was it, it was david and MW, very, very kind, and we do greatly appreciate it. Um, it isn't, um, what's the word we have to do? It? it isn't obligatory, but if you do fancy just hitting the thumbs up button before you go, that would be absolutely um, tremendous. If you're saying nice things um, in the chat, I'll pop them up as we go into the outro sequence. But all that remains for me to do is say thank you for watching. Goodbye from me. Uh, David Diamond, last word from you. Wait a sec as well, sorry. Michael's it's just put in the chat a couple of times about the the fit of the kits as well. I think yeah, he lives down under. I, yeah. But if, if he lives down under, he might want to get one sent down there so he needs to get it right. But everyone I've spoke to who had an Adidas one has got to size up from Adidas to Umbro. So that's oh, my okay. public service announcement. 
You can say goodbye which, as well. Which is really odd because I remember with Adidas boots, you always took a size down, which is odd. But anyway, um, just I don't know if we did it. Just uh, Rich said earlier, just to remind you that the pre-match show is going out live tomorrow at I, eight o'clock. I did that in a beautiful segue. Sorry, when, Benjamin. When you laid up the that. Greyhound um, link. Thank you, Sorry. everybody. Um, for watching um and we will see you yet dave live for the preview show on um friday night um say goodbye joe goodbye joe say goodbye dave goodbye everyone and it's goodbye from me It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.